0: Sitting down in your car as you shut the door, you pull out your phone to begin the GPS. You click in the directions, and before you know it, you are focused on where you're headed with your foot on the gas. Admiring the road before you, your attention begins to gain clarity on another thought, and you feel called to turn on the Incredible Conversations podcast. A warm, secure feeling overcomes you. Your breathing gets deeper. Your mind gets clearer and your heart begins to open again. You know that the moment you turn it on, you will be immersed in a wholehearted conversation destined to expand your awareness in incorporating universal law, learning about conscious health, optimizing your energy with astrology, and superfueling your success. You feel like you're sitting with an old friend when you hear, Welcome to Incredible Conversations with me, Isabel. Welcome back to the Incredible Conversations Podcast with me, your host, Isabel Wellman. For all the cool cats out there tuning in today, thank you. We are going to be diving into the top five reasons why women need to start strength training now, regardless of your age, regardless of where you're at in your fitness journey, whether you're at the starting line or you're anywhere in between, because it's so crucial for our everyday functions, for our mental health, for our energy levels, for how we feel empowered throughout our everyday activities. Being able to make decisions, being able to fulfill our own dreams, being able to satisfy ourselves, being able to know how to fuel ourselves for the gym so that we're not getting missed periods and messing with the menstrual cycle if it's still present for you and if you are in a menopausal stage i would love to do a podcast on this in the future but you have a completely different training regimen if you're in the menopause pre or post or in it it is different for you because of your hormone influx so we're going to be diving into all of that as well as busting a few myths about women being in the weight room outside of this please sign up for the newsletter. For this Thanksgiving week, I'm giving out a mean recipe for you to dish out at your Thanksgiving dinner to impress your crew without a headache, as well as offering 50% off of my eight week gym gains program, where I guide you through eight weeks in the gym. I teach you different ways to structure a workout. I teach you what all of the different workout meanings or definitions are, in my own way, as well as showing you with videos so that you can memorize these movements and do them on your own time. And it's half off, which is amazing, and usually, yeah, this is all for you, this is gonna last for a week, for Thanksgiving, to help us get the move on before the New Year's resolutions start to flock in. Let's start now. So that we get in the notion that this is a lifestyle. We get to be healthy lifestyle enthusiasts. It's really fucking cool. And you got this. So go sign up. Link in the bio. You'll get three calls with me. One in the beginning so we can assess your body, assess your movements, goals, all of the things. The program itself is self-paced. But we meet at the midpoint so we can go through what's working for you, what's not. You can make any comment in the actual platform that I host my coaching through. And at the end of it, we get to see if you're done, if you want to keep working together, and just how much different you feel from the beginning. So it's a really in-depth experience, but self-paced. So you work out at your own time. There's no waiting around. I think it's pretty foolproof. So I hope that you enjoy that. And... Thank you for tuning in once more. Let's hear a offering from our sponsor and then we'll jump into the show. All right, y'all, let's dive in. When we think about women in the weight room, there are a multitude of false scenarios, as well as illogical scenarios, as well as excuses, and who knows what else, but those are the three that stick out to me. And these things just make you laugh when you just do a little bit of research when you just know more about the hormonal cycle of the body, how we are so cyclical, how we go through a spring, summer, fall, and winter within a, let's say, what is it? Like a 28 to 35 day period. If we are in that menstruation cycle of life, and if we are pre-menopause, menopause, or postmenopause, it is different. And what you were doing before any kind of menopause was coming into your life is not going to work exactly the same. Even if you are an athlete and you're doing the same workouts or exercises or intensity, or even feeling like you're putting more intensity, your body needs to be fueled differently than it was prior. And it just needs a little bit of a fine-tuned nourishment plan because of the hormonal difference. So I'm just going to read a couple of myths that I found on the internet. This one is from the Tri-City Medical Center about women's fitness. And myth number one is the worst one of them all. (laughs) The strength training will cause a woman to get bulky. You will be big, strong woman. Sis, for real? Who the, Why? How are you believing this? Why would you believe that you could get bulky? Let's start with the logic that you literally don't make enough testosterone in your body to get bulky like a man. That's the biggest difference between men and women, female-bodied, male-bodied people. We don't have enough testosterone. Why do you think when, all right, have you ever done this? Have you ever gone to the gym with your partner or a male friend or even someone you just see at the gym on the same timeline as you? Maybe they started around the same time you did and you've been going consistently as, as they have whatever timeline you're on with this person, have you noticed that they might seem like they're getting results faster than you? Well, it's not because you're not putting out the same power or you're not putting in the same effort is a better way to say it. It's that they have more testosterone, which will make more muscle, quicker, faster. We actually have a harder time making muscle in the body. It is what it is. And we really need to be on top of fueling ourselves properly before and after the workout so that we can actually gain muscle at a similar capacity. So that's pretty phenomenal. We make about 10% compared to what a man makes, like whatever the man's body produces, we make about 10% of that. So rest and relax. Please go pick up something heavy. God forbid you could get sexy ass arms and you look like a babe. Not that you don't look like a babe now, but what's wrong with being a warrior? What's wrong with looking like you give a shit about your body? I'm sorry, but skinny is not the new sexy. Strong is the new sexy. And that is my belief. That's where I'm going. That's where I hope anyone who's listening wants to go as well, because you value your body, you value your mind, your emotions, your spiritual connection. You know that you have faith in yourself. You have faith that when you're strong, when you're capable, you will feel more empowered to make big life decisions. So this is the first myth I love to bust. You simply will not get bulky. If you Solely just work on quads without lengthening the muscles, training, lengthening them with weight, you might get boxy quads. But that's because you're purposely focusing on one area of your body. And women naturally have stronger lower bodies. We give birth. We kind of need to have a strong hip complex and lower body complex. So there you go. There's one. Two. Running is better than walking, which isn't necessarily true either. In my experience, as long as you're moving, getting the 10,000 steps, at least going for walks throughout your day, like one, two, instead of taking a smoke break, you take a walk break, you just walk around the block, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Sorry, employer, I'm going to go make myself Feel better, disconnect for 10 minutes so that I can come back and do more for you. You're welcome. Great idea, Isabel. I am gonna do that. Let's get an oxygen break. Get out of your stuffy office, whether you're at home or you're in an office office somewhere else. Take yourself for a walk. Go gallivant, admire a tree for 10 minutes, whatever you must do to detox from that moment and just move your body you're going to feel a million times better. But running isn't necessarily better than walking. And in my own experience, what I was going to say is that I grew up running, like long distance, and it did me no good because of the media issues we have in the world where they promote skinny being how all women need to be in the beautification of women and if you're not running you're not gaining muscle you're not losing weight you're not losing body fat and all that is shit it is all such shit and you end up just ruining your joints because you're not recovering properly you're not nourishing your body properly you're just inflamed from head to toe and then you get burned out and that's what happened to me i was <sighs> since the seventh grade I've been running and I had chosen to quit running so excessively and obsessively when I graduated high school after my first and last trail half marathon because my knees went to shit my lower back was messed up give you I had a gymnast accident but the running didn't help that it flared back up And no one taught me how to recover. No one was teaching me that I was too flexible. No one was teaching me mobility. No one was teaching me how to do less when it came to high impact activity. Everything I did was high impact. No one was teaching me how to recover. And that was the biggest problem. And that's why walking can be so great. Yeah, go run. Like if that's your thing, do it, but please do it in a healthy manner so you're nourishing your body. But if you're not a runner, go for hot girl walks. So get your butt going. Go and enjoy yourself. Make it a walking meditation. That is what got me through living in Alaska. I loved it, but I was also high strung from it because uh, it was dark and I didn't have the sunlight and I didn't really have any friends in Alaska. So it's a really, really great way to get your girlfriends out, moving and grooving. So it's not that running is bad, but you don't have to be a runner to lose weight. Get that out of your mind, please. A third myth, exercise machines are better than free weights. This makes me pissed off, but let's just keep running with this. So machines are fabulous when you want to isolate muscles when you are working on your form, and when you're really new to the gym. They're fabulous. And I think es- exercise machines are great for older people. But are they better than free weights? Fuck no. Because when you're using free weights, yes, caveat, you must understand how to be an athletic stance, feet hip width distance apart, knees micro bent and prepared like you're in a you're about to play some football that's just google athletic stance and you'll see what i'm talking about but it's just like a am ready i'm prepared my body is stacked my neck is over my shoulders my shoulders are over my hips my hips are over my knees my knees are over my ankles and it isn't bad for your knee to go over your toe it's not it's amazing like all range of motions are great to train and practice. But generally, we want to make sure that we can stabilize and mobilize ourselves in the correct form before we get crazy with very heavy weights. So that would be the caveat. But please, God, go pick up some weights, do some bicep curls, do some lunges. And you know it's too light. if you do 10 reps. And one, you're not out of breath. Two, you could keep going if you are not at least struggling a little bit, then it's too light. Go heavier. You should be at this RIR of about two to three. So reps in reserve, which means that you could pull out X amount of reps. That's what you are holding in your body. That's what you have left to give. So if you had an RIR of one, you would be going heavy enough where you could only muster one more rep. And that's it. You're taxed. You're exhausted. I'm going to be honest. I rarely train at that point at this given moment in my life. I just don't. Because I'm valuing optimizing my body for the long haul. I'm not competing for anything right now. I still go hard in the gym. I love to push myself, but it doesn't mean you have to kill yourself. So needless to say, if you're new, get someone who understands your body's anatomy, can talk to you about using free weights in a safe way, and can show you how exercise machines can be beneficial, but eventually you're going to get sick and tired of them because you can do so much more with free weights or at least incorporating both of them. So that is my two cents on that one and then the last two myths that this website has it's you shouldn't eat right after a workout which is bullshit women need to be eating within 30 minutes of ending a workout because honey you're you're needing to signal to your body that you're done working out if you eat your body's like oh we are done working out that means i can begin recovery Otherwise, you're going to keep metabolizing and you're going to keep basically using up the nourishment, the n- nutrients within your body, your carbs, your protein, hopefully not your protein. Fat would be great, like fat or pro- or fat or carbs, if we can use those, great. But if we're digging into our protein, it's bad because then we're taking away from our muscle protein synthesis and our growth of the muscles. So my favorite thing to do is carry around a bag of walnuts, cashews, almonds, keep them in your gym bag at all times. Fuck your protein bars. Fuck whatever bar you eat. I don't care. Don't eat a bar unless you home make it. You know what's in it or you can read all of the ingredients on the back of that label. Don't buy these things that are literally making fun of real food. PB and J sandwich, almond butter and jelly sandwich, on sprouted bread. Wow, wow! Who would ever thunk that's a great recovery food? <laughs> like, let's just think about eating whole foods more. Yes, when we're in races, the chews can be great, gels not so much. But if you can at least get protein, along with those nuts. Beautiful. Bring a drink with you. Bring a banana protein smoothie with you. Maybe add some flaxseed in there. Maybe add some chia seed. Maybe add some cinnamon, Ceylon cinnamon preferred, but it's so easy to just make it before you go, bring it with and have it for after. You will feel the difference. You will feel so much better. Pinky promise pinky swear. And another one they have is exercising certain muscles burns fat in that target area. That is not true. (laughs) You cannot burn fat just by thinking about where you want to burn fat. You can work different muscle groups. You can strengthen muscle because that's going to burn fat, but it's going to burn fat throughout your entire body because that's what the logical science is you can't just I am losing this weight in my ass it just doesn't work like that be cool if it did I don't make the rules you can talk to the man upstairs about that but you know as long as you're incorporating HIIT workouts where you're maybe doing peripheral heart training where you're going upper body lower body upper body lower body no rest in between any of the exercises until the very end of the fourth exercise Taking a two to three to four minute break, depending on how hard you went, allowing the body to recover in between so that you can go that hard again the next round and training that so that the blood is being pumped to the limbs away from the heart. And it's making the heart actually work harder because it has to go in between both the upper and the lower, the upper and the lower so quickly. And that's going to obviously make your body work harder, make your metabolism work harder, so forth and so on. And it's fun. It's just really fun. And then you can do, you could work to failure for a set or two. You could go and really target the different areas of the shoulder, the rear doubt, the front doubt, and you can isolate. You can really do a superset where you're going back to back, but for the same muscle group, you can do a triple set, a monster set, whatever the case. There's so many ways to target an area to grow muscle because muscle weighs more than fat. You will gain weight when you put on muscle, throw your fucking weight scale in the garbage, throw it away. Why? Why is that important? There's a great podcast by um, the Sean model health show. Highly recommend. If you listen to me, you'll love him. You'll probably stop listening to me, but that's okay. Cause he's fantastic. And He has an episode where he basically busts how unrealistic it is to count the calorie and how irrelevant it is. And it's really amazing that's that irrelevant. Okay, so those were the myths. Now we're going to get into the top five reasons why I want you to get in the gym. Why you got to do this for you, mate? Why you got to do this for your body? Cause your body wants to feel so strong and capable don't you want to feel capable and strong and yes you don't have to lift ridiculously heavy weights every single day you don't have to go to the gym every single day but mindful movement and doing movement that makes you feel good that's what matters so let's talk about this my top reason For you to go to the gym, that is just not even just me, but in general, it's muscle growth. When you grow muscle, you grow confidence. Because although you might not feel like going to the gym, oh, hello, everyone in the world, unless you're a freak like me and like maybe a tiny percent of the population. And you're like, yeah, I love the gym. I'm addicted to the gym you're addicted to movement, you have so much fire, so much chi energy in your body that you require movement or else you're going to go psychopath on someone. You might explode on someone. And if you are a psychopath to someone, or you do explode really easily, try the gym, try a boxing class, go swimming. Why not? Don't you want to like help yourself have healthy relationships? This is the key. So when you grow muscle, you grow on the inside to the outside. And in my own coaching, Conscious Alignment Method, I work with the body first because as people, as humans, we naturally want to see results, whether it's a month or two months. If it's a month, we are going to be the ones to see the results more than anyone else. Month two, our close, close friends might be able to start to see the difference in our bodies. Month three, we might start to get a little bit more feedback from strangers. Month five, six, seven, eight, you're just going to start to feel good. And that confidence, that kind of reassurance in yourself, when you look strong and you carry yourself in this new way that is undefeatable, empowered, decisive, it sends an energetic magnetism outside of your field. And you begin to attract things that you naturally want to attract because your mind is naturally in a better place because your muscles, your body is actually being worked. This goes hand in hand. And growing your muscles, like I said, you're not going to get bulky unless you're on roids. It's just not really that possible. Some of the biggest women I know, Lynn Bailey, I admire. There's another gal. She's not giant ripped, but she's ripped. Her name's uh, Claire Thomas. And these are just some of the gals I look up to because they have the physique that I strive to have. They have capped shoulders. They have these defined abs. They got booties. They got thick meat rockets. Steffi Cohen. All these women are phenomenal to look up to because there's so much whiplash on women looking strong and looking good and big. No way, Jose. Like, People are going to be like, whoa, I'm a little intimidated or whoa, you look amazing. And that's their thing to deal with. But you're going to be so in your knowing and power, whatever dreams you have, it's inevitable for them to come true. So please take me up on the eight week gym gains program. It's eight weeks of me guiding you. You go to the gym at your own pace. You get four workouts a week. You don't need more than that. You can if you want, but you need to recover as well. And you get to transform. It's really beautiful. So that is my two cents on the muscle growth. That's the number one reason why you need to get in the gym now. Number two, it will help you manage your weight. And it will prevent from massive weight gain. Of course, like I said earlier, if you're in the pre, post or menopausal phase, this is going to be different. So this will apply differently to you. And I will do an episode on this so that I can speak to you more directly. So this is going to be different. The the stuff that you, you did back then, it's not going to work the same just because you need to fuel your body differently. Because your hormones are now less in flux, basically. So, obviously, lifting weights is gonna help manage your weight because when you lift, you're burning energy. And yes, you do need to refuel your body with protein so that you can recover and then you just grow back stronger. and it's going to help your metabolism. There are three different body types and they are very general for our society. It's actually kind of sad. Most like 50% of Americans are officially obese. We have never had this happen before in our lifetime, but Yeah, it's really scary. I'm pretty sure it's 30% of adolescents are now officially obese as well, which is horrible. Our children are already obese. What message is that putting out there? Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey eat, monkey eat. And It's literally just the difference of having an active lifestyle versus a sedentary lifestyle. If you're walking, if you are a recreational athlete where you are running, skiing, you like to go for, you know, pickleball, you like to box, or you like to go for bike rides, you like to walk with the dog, whatever it is, like as long as you have multiple periods throughout your day where you are getting outside, moving your body. This isn't going to necessarily be an issue, but it's when we're sedentary and we sit around and we eat and we shove boxed, processed foods into our bellies, into our mouths. That's the issue. That's when we feel crummy and we go the opposite direction of where we want to go. So step two or number two, well, help manage your weight. Of course, makes sense. This one is a big one. And number three is this will increase your bone density. Yes, something that most women struggle with as they age is osteoporosis. And osteoporosis is when the bones become brittle because they're not strong enough. Did you know that 80% of women make up those with osteoporosis. Women are naturally more inclined to get osteoporosis. And where's this fun fact? That's not so fun. Ah, Half of the women over the age of 50 will break a bone at some point in their lives because of osteoporosis. That's sad when all you have to do to prevent this is strength train two to three times a week and that little bit i read out of my book roar by tracy t sims she is my idol currently so i'm just devouring up all of her content but some other things that you need to be aware of that can rob you of bone density are smoking alcohol and if you're a cola drinker If you're out there popping that can open, put it down. When I was about (laughs) 12, I made a New Year's resolution that I would never drink soda again. Because I loved Pepsi. I loved RC Cola. I loved a vanilla Coke, vanilla cherry Coke. I loved Mountain Dew Cold Red. That's toxic wow, what were they thinking? I did not need that amount of sugar. No one does. But it's ruining how strong our bones are. It literally robs the bones of strength. So if you're doing any of those, and when I say smoking, I'm really targeting cigarettes. I honestly don't think if you're listening to this, that would apply to you, but it it could. So why? Ask yourself why. Drinking and smoking cigarettes? Drinking pop? They're all distractions. They're all numbing agents. They're all a dopamine hit. What are you running from? And if you need to talk to someone, you know, find a therapist or let's coach. Like, let's, I'll mentor you. Like, that's literally what I offer. I help people realize their potential. And I just hold your hand as we take the journey for you to get there. And that's it. And it can be pain, it can be anything that gets us to that point, but there's no reason to do those things because they're not helping you, they're hindering you. They're hindering your growth, your performance, your cognition, your heart health, your lung health, your health overall, like everything. And it makes me so sad. I remember I caught someone I loved, I will not say who, smoking when they picked me up from a track practice When I was in sophomore year of high school and I lost my shit, I bawled my eyes out and I was crying because to me, that showed me that that person didn't care about me anymore because they weren't concerned about dying early. That might be intense, but as like a 13, 14, 15, 16 year old, whatever age I was, I was really traumatized by that it's like wow you rather kill yourself from the inside out for a quick pleasure hit than stick around longer than value yourself i really saw it as a as a bad time so there you have it i'm no fan but you got your your habits it's just up to you to choose what you want to value Also, if you end up having a stress fracture where maybe you're a runner or you do a repetitive activity, gardening even, you can get um, a little fracture on your bone and it's from just constant stress. And this can be a big indication that you have a huge hormone imbalance and you need to go get that checked out ASAP. I mean, yesterday. So, take care of your bones. I mean, ladies, there's no need for us to not weightlift. Get in there. Right now, I see so many females getting in the weight room, and it jazzes me right up because, hello, strong women are going to run this world. And yeah, we need the balance of the masculine and the feminine, but heck. It's time to show up and get after it. So that's number three, bone density. Let's increase it. And then I already talked on this a little bit, but emotional and mental health and how you regulate your mental health, your emotional health. Uh, Let's talk about this. So there's a fine line between women who understand how to work out in healthy ways, and women who use exercise as a death sentence. That's a little intense, but it's true. It's true because I put myself there. When I was younger, I would run two times a day, five miles, and I would hardly eat, and I was very intense about what I would eat, and I didn't get the proper nourishment, and I would just go, 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 and I'd run myself down, and I would get injured, and I would get hurt, but I'd still push. That is, you know, I became anorexic. I was throwing up lunch in the bathroom. That makes zero sense. You can't push your body and then torture yourself on top of it. That's unhealthy. And There's so much going on in the world where there's bulimia, anorexia, there's when women get pregnant, they aren't eating or they're excessively working out or so forth and so on because they don't want to look fat, but you're literally growing a child. It's okay to gain weight. It's okay for your bump to to develop. And I mean, when we are constantly crushing ourselves and we're starving ourselves, we're starving, not just our physical body, but our mental body and our emotional body. Food is such a treasure and an honor. And all it takes is just learning how to listen to your body, knowing what works the best for you. Maybe you metabolize fat better. Maybe you metabolize carbs better. But I really think that like protein is the number one. Just get a ton of protein. Eat fat. Eat avocados. Eat coconut oil on for your foods and your meals. Like put some in your coffee. Don't be afraid of nuts and their fat content. It's the, what is it? Like reduced fat, low fat, low sugar, sugar-free that you need to be afraid of because it's harming you. That stuff is irritating your mental and emotional body because it's not fueling your gut or your physical body properly. And so that's the, the one side of fitness that's not so glam. And it's horrid because it's not, it's not making us feel good. It's just making us feel like we have to compete. That's not where we're headed in 2023. We are not competing. We are complimenting, and we are uplifting and we are supporting and we are knowing that Whatever is meant for us comes to us. We don't have to chase for it or, or really put crazy effort out for it. It will come. So any woman out there we feel competitive with, shut it down. Where in yourself are you feeling a lack of love? What are you jealous of? That's probably you know an indication of where you can look to add more time to your day devoted to this thing that this person has that you might not. Instead of pointing fingers... I mean, shit, when you point a finger, one might be pointing at them, but three are pointing back at you, baby. That's the truth. Do it. Point right now. You'll see what I'm talking about. And man, if you even think about the upside of eating properly, working out in a healthy way, when you get to the gym, you might not have a lot of motivation, but once you start going, you start to get, you feel good. And then you're kind of dancing in between sets. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is my jam. And then you're like, I'm a goddess. Look at my butt. Look at my biceps. Look at my back. And then you're getting crazy. And that's my experience. But you get really excited by the time the workout's done. And then you're like, what? I don't want to finish this. And then you might go a little too extreme. And you'll feel really sore the next day, which I don't recommend because you want to be just sore enough where you feel it. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's the good sore. But if every day you're ending your workout and you're just crushed, please pull back a little bit. Um, This is for life, right? Like we're training for life. We're fitness for life. This is the healthy lifestyle enthusiast lifestyle guide basically like we want to do this so that we can have energy play with the grandchildren not roll our ankles every second have strong mobility flexibility we're, we're not hyper extending but we know when to contract so we what if we misstep we don't fall and hurt ourselves so that we have strong bones so that we feel good we can make decisions about where we want to go in life without questioning our worth because we got faith Plus, it's just scientifically proven exercise will lower levels of anxiety, depression, stress. Yes, exercise is stress on the body, but it's good stress. It's you stress. Distress is when we bottle everything up and we contain it and the cheese just stuck and we don't let it out. Exercise is a form of therapy. It's my therapy. God knows that's true. So, Just think about any time you felt bad after going to the gym. Oh, wait, crickets? That's right. Mm -hmm. So that's number four. And the last one is just simply longevity. Think about it. (sighs) If you actively go to the gym, you are actively renewing your cells. You are actively breaking them down and if you're nourishing yourself properly, you are actively ridding your body of toxins and free radicals, which are the rat, the cells within the body that create dis-ease, needless to say, because they just create this weird uncoupling. It's like when you can think of it like this, like when you have, you meet someone and then they become really clingy and then they just want to cling to you. And that's bad because the more that the cells cling and they keep piling up, that's when it gets radically worse. <laughs> but when we have cells that are as small as possible and they're, fr- and they're just hanging out like H2 is the smallest cell in the body. It can penetrate through anything because she's so tiny. So we actually hydrate our bodies. It's magical. We feel better. We feel replenished. We feel rejuvenated. And why would we not want that? I don't know anyone who doesn't want that. It's pretty wild. Plus, every seven years, your entire body becomes new because the cells die off and then they rejuvenate. So every seven years, so to say, you are this new person. Which is really fun to think about and to bring it into a little bit of astrology because it wasn't, this isn't an Isabel podcast if I don't talk about astrology just a little bit. Our Saturn cycles and squares and oppositions, I mean, they happen over seven year periods. The first one at seven, then at 14, then 21, then about 28 to 30. And so it's really interesting that these big life shifts happen when we're a completely new person. And if we were to maintain a healthy physique, mentality, emotional body, spiritual connection throughout each of these chapters of life, who would you become? What would you strive to be? What would you not be afraid of becoming? And that's the questions I pose to you today. Like, what's the worst you have to miss out on? And if it's money, please stop. Just quit. There's so much free content. And your body weight is enough stress and weight to put stress on your body to make changes. Plus, you probably live near a park. Parks are great. You remember jamming on a swing set when you were little? Monkey bars. The grass. You got tools all around your house. You got a broom. You got a backpack. Fill it up. You got water jugs. Water bottles. Fill them up. There are so many ways to be active without even leaving your house. So, make it fun. Make it playful. Why does it have to be so serious? It doesn't. You get to have fun. Like If you love having a matching set when you go to the gym, sweet. Wear it. Love it. Live it. Get ripped. But remember that your motivation isn't going to come from anything external. That's like a sick way to get a dopamine hit. If you put, oh, I need, I need this protein shake and I need this loud music and I need to wear this outfit, but then I need to do this and this and the, and the more you put things in front of the workout, you're never going to make it to the workout because you ran out of time. So instead try to make the actual working out portion, you putting in effort, make your effort the reward and you will never miss out because you just showing up is enough. It doesn't matter. You are not comparing yourself to anyone. You are not trying to beat anyone else. The only person you're trying to beat is who you were yesterday. That's it. It's you against you. Because no one has the same storyline. How could you even compete against someone with that kind of mentality? Yes, when you sign up for a race or a CrossFit event or a triathlon, you are obviously competing against other people's abilities. And yes, you might strive to be beating a certain person, but that doesn't mean that you're beating yourself up in that process. It's just showing you, hey, my goal is this. So what do I, Isabel, need to do to get to that point that I know from my past experiences, my past training will work, will not work. And that's how we move about this. I also want to note that when it comes to your fitness journey, it's for the long term. And I said this already, but I really want to nail this home. You don't just have it as your New Year's resolution to quit. I do want to talk quickly about how. So, Right now we're in Scorpio season. It's very intense and maybe you feel a little bit of fire, even though it is a water sign, like infinite energy. Like you have energy to give right now. And then November 21st, we're stepping into Sagittarius season. And when Sagittarius season is here, we're going to be in a fire season. So we're going to be a little bit more amped up and philosophical. And then when we get to... Capricorn season, and that starts on December 22nd, give or take the ephemeris. That's when we get serious about life, and we are the GOAT, and we will achieve, and we are going to dominate, and we are going to win. Like that is Capricorn energy. And it goes until January 19th. So, no shit, we feel so pumped up for the New Year's resolution. I'm going to do this for the whole year. This is going to be my fucking year, man. I got game. I got my skin in the game. And then January 19th, 20th rolls around. You're like, huh, squirrel. And you just lose focus. Momentum's gone. We go from an earth sign. Who's all about the practicality, the physical, the, the momentum to an air sign. You can't see air. You can't grab air. You can't force air to do anything. It just is. And so it's really sticking with discipline. Discipline is not bad. Make it fun and make it easy. The more you have to make decisions, the harder it's going to be. So don't make it a a yes or a no. Just make it an obligation. This is a non-negotiable value. That's what I teach for like April, March to my membership clients. Because if you know how to work with the energy life gets really easy. That's why I love astrology. It's not a belief system, but it is a way of operating with the cyclical nature of the world. And as a woman, I'm a cyclical being. So it makes sense. So that is what I'm going to give to you today. Those are the top five reasons why I want you to get into the gym. If you're afraid to get into the gym, I've already said it a couple times, but purchase my eight-week gym gains course. It's eight weeks long. We can continue to work together after that. It's half off right now. But get in it. Get in the rhythm. Give yourself this. Embrace how much you love yourself. Embrace your strength. Embrace your ability. Because no one else is going to do it for you. And we'll leave it at that. So I love you. I appreciate you. And. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Share this with all of your friends and family. I'm a one-man band. When you feel impacted by an episode and you know that it can impact someone else, do it. Please. I appreciate you. And I hope that you are moving through this Thanksgiving holiday with appreciation. And you are thinking about our ancestors the ancestors that were forcefully removed from our land for the Native American peoples that did not have a say in the story that's told in schools nationwide, how I was taught and how I am unlearning so that I can be a better human being for the people who had to suffer and give up what they had known. So just do some research, honor the land, honor the plants, honor the people you're around and really 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 show that you love someone and maybe you even purchase the eight-week program for someone you love so (laughs) thank you for tuning in to another episode of incredible conversations slowly echoes throughout your car as the podcast comes to an end Sitting there in fascination, curiosity, and solitude, the visions of how you want to superfuel your success, dance along in your mind. A deep belief has awakened, and you're empowered to consciously create your life by optimizing your energy and healing from the inside out. You've subscribed to the podcast, have left your five-star review, and shared this episode with a friend because of the new intentions you've created for yourself. You have your foot on the gas, hand on the wheel, and you no longer need a GPS to know where you're going.